Hello, my name is Preston Thomas, and this is episode 37 of The Way of Jesus. This episode focuses on Daniel chapters 10 and 11. It discusses the history of the kings of the north and the south, and concludes with a description of the end times Antichrist. The 10th, 11th, and 12th chapters of Daniel are all linked together, since they are all part of the story of one great vision. This vision occurs in the third year of the reign of Cyrus the Great, the Persian king, who, which would be around 535 B.C. Chapter 9 serves as the introduction to the vision. It opens by relating that Daniel has been mourning and fasting for three weeks. He is on the bank of the Tigris River when a celestial being appears to him. The divine being tells Daniel that he has come to make you understand what is to befall your people in the latter days. For the vision is for days yet to come. Daniel 10:14. The next chapter, chapter 11, opens with the heavenly being foretelling what will transpire immediately after the death of Cyrus. He predicts that three more kings shall arise in Persia and that a fourth shall stir up all against the kingdom of Greece. He then predicts the rise of Alexander the Great, who shall rule with great dominion. However, he also foretells that his kingdom shall be broken and divided toward the four winds of heaven. This prediction was accurate. At the death of Alexander in 323 B.C., his kingdom was divided among four of his generals. To the east... Cassander got Macedonia and Greece. To the west, Lysimachus took Thrace and much of Asia Minor, which is modern Turkey. To the north, Syria and lands to the east went to Seleucus. And to the south, Ptolemy retained Egypt. These directions assumed Israel as the central point, with Syria to the north and Egypt to the south of the Jewish state. Daniel chapter 11 divides naturally into four sections. The first section, embracing Daniel's 11, 1 through 4, outlines the early history of the Persian and Greek empires and was discussed in the previous paragraph. The next two sections focus on the relations between two of the four kingdoms that arose out of the breakup of Alexander's Greek empire, the king of the north, Syria, and the king of the south, Egypt. The fourth section skips forward to the latter days and the doings of the end times king of the north, the one known as the Antichrist. The second section, Daniel 11, 5-20, recites the early history of the conflict between the Seleucids, who ruled Syria, and the Ptolemies, who ruled Egypt. This sec- second section 
runs from the time following the death of Alexander until the time of Antiochus the Great, the Syrian king who ruled from 222 to 187 B.C. During this second period, the Seleucids in Syria followed the Ptolemies in Egypt in maintaining a mild control over Israel. They respected Jewish culture and protected Jewish institutions. This policy was drastically changed when Antiochus Epiphanes gained control of the throne of Syria. The third major section, Daniel 11:21 through 35, is focused on the time of the rule of Antiochus the Great's younger son, Antiochus Epiphanes. In 187 BC, Antiochus's older brother, Seleucus Philopater, followed his father onto the throne. However, Philopater was assassinated in 175 BC, and Antiochus used this occasion to seize the throne, not allowing it to go to the rightful heir, Demetrius Soter, the son of Philopater. Antiochus Epiphanes then ruled Syria from 175 to 164 BC. He took the name Epiphanes because he claimed to be the earthly manifestation of Zeus. In 170 BC, Antiochus attacked Egypt, conquering all but Alexandria and capturing King Ptolemy. To avoid alarming Rome, Antiochus allowed Ptolemy VI to continue ruling as a puppet king. On his way back to Syria with much booty, he sacked Jerusalem and plundered the treasury. In 168 BC, Antiochus led a second attack on Egypt, but was turned back when Rome forced him to withdraw. Being enraged, on his return to Syria, he attacked Jerusalem a second time in 167 BC. He executed many Jews who had opposed his efforts to force Greek culture on the Jews and who had deposed the high priest appointed by Antiochus. Antiochus destroyed Jerusalem and set up a military garrison to enforce his attempted Hellenization of the Jews. Further, Antiochus outlawed all Jewish religious rites and forced the cessation of the daily sacrifice. An altar to Zeus was erected over the Jewish altar of burnt offerings, and the worship of Zeus was instituted in the temple. The historian Josephus reported this ultimate abomination which Antiochus committed. And when the king had built an idol altar upon God's altar, he slew a swine upon it. Daniel 11.31 describes this great assault of Antiochus on the Jewish religion as follows. Forces from him shall appear and profane the temple and fortress and shall take away the continual burnt offering and they shall set up the abomination that makes desolate. 
This section on Antiochus is extensive, embracing 15 verses. His actions foreshadow the actions of the future Antichrist, Antiochus's place as king of the north, his conquest of Egypt, his conquest of Jerusalem and persecution of the Jews, his claim to be a god, his destruction of the Jewish religious rituals, and his setting up the abomination that makes desolate, all parallel and foreshadow the actions of the greater abomination and desolation which the Antichrist will bring to Israel in the latter days. The actions of Antiochus sparked the Jewish Maccabean Rebellion, and the Jews were victorious over the forces of Antiochus and the enforced Greek rule. The Maccabees' Hasmonean dynasty then ruled Judea from 164 to 37 B.C., when they were conquered by the Romans under Herod the Great. The Parthians took advantage of Antiochus's problems with the Maccabean Rebellion and attacked from the east in 167 B.C. Antiochus sent a commander to deal with the Maccabees while he led his main army against the Parthians. He had initial success, but died suddenly of disease in 164 B.C. In the introduction to the vision in chapter 10, the celestial being tells Daniel that he has come to make you understand what is to befall your people in the latter days, for the vision is for days yet to come. It is here in this final section of chapter 11, verses 36 through 45, that the words of the divine being are fulfilled. The last phase of the section on Antiochus Epiphanes, verses 35, reads as follows. Until the time of the end, for it is yet for the time appointed. After this last verse depicting the time of Antiochus, which the divine being explicitly states is not the time of the end, the prophecy skips forward to the time of the end in the next verse. This fourth and final section, Daniel 11:36 through 45, moves forward to the latter days and describes the nature and actions of a future Antiochus-like ruler, the end times king of the north, the European Antichrist. Daniel 11:36-39 gives us an overall picture of the Antichrist's attitude, methods, and actions. Daniel 11:36 reads as follows: And the king shall do according to his will. He shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god. He shall speak astonishing things against the God of gods. He shall prosper till the indignation is accomplished, for what is determined shall be done. From this verse, we learn three important things. First, the Antichrist will be very powerful. He will do according to his will. Second, he will be a secularist and speak astonishing things against God. 
he will exalt and magnify himself above every god. And third, he will succeed in his, in his efforts. He will prosper until the indignation is accomplished. The next verse, Daniel eleven thirty seven, reinforce his secular attitude and pride. We learn that he shall not give heed to any other god, for he shall magnify himself above all. Daniel eleven thirty eight and thirty nine describe his actions. He shall honor the god of fortresses, and he shall deal with the strongest fortresses by the help of a foreign god. Daniel eleven thirty nine describe his methods. Those who acknowledge him, he shall magnify with honor. He will, shall make them rulers over many, and he shall divide the land for a price. The remaining verses in chapter 11, 40 through 45, explicitly focus on the actions of the Antichrist at the time of the end. This story of the vision of the Antichrist in the time of the end continues over into Daniel chapter 12. It will be discussed in the next episode. This concludes episode 37. Episode 38 will continue and complete Daniel's vision of the latter days found in Daniel chapters 10, 11, and 12. In closing, I invite you to order my book, The Life and Teachings of Jesus, which is available from Amazon.com. Here's what one reviewer had to say about this book. It is a wonderful piece of work. I intend to spend a great deal of time with it. On Amazon, you can also order the abridged audiobook and the ebook. The book is also available online at thelifeandteachingsofjesus.org. Thank you for watching and listening. Until next time, may God bless you and be with you.